0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's gone mad Sounds. Someone goes out to Mr. Alan smile.
1: And welcome to another edition of the mad sounds podcast my name is will sparks and as ever i'm joined by matt maynard how are you mate very good mate yeah it's
0: thriving in in lockdown it's cold and wet and i've not left the house for like two weeks
1: but it, life's life's all right i've got my health haven't i so got your elf yeah that's such a yeah. such a dad saying isn't it <laughs> <bad> saying. well <laughs> <laughs> we literally look like tornado could be going on it sounds like well got our elf haven't we you know yeah. got our elf <laughs> <laughs> we're uh we we have a new member today matt a new member of the parish that i like to call us camilla is joining us hello camilla
2: hello thanks for um thanks for having me on the show no um
1: problem.
2: yeah i think i'm probably the least qualified person you've <laughs>
0: ever had you, you, you <laughs> say that you're, on this you're,
2: podcast.
0: you've turned up in your attire as well though you've turned up in your monkeys band t-shirt i
1: yeah. have
2: i had so to get in the zone that Perfect.
1: that makes you qualified i think from yeah. the latest t- from the latest tour as well, so I'm not messing about. It's
2: not <laughs> <the last laughs> about no, no. Um, and actually, I've fun. got some pictures above me. That's my little archer monkey shrine right there. Love it. Can see,
0: I mean, to come on the Mad Sounds podcast, you do qualify quite highly, I would say. Yeah. So
1: yeah, congrats. I think Will's <laughs>
0: trying to rival you with his um, pretty green
1: t-shirt. Yeah, gone. Um, got aiming for a different market there. Tried to hide it, but Matt, as Matt knows, I, I do. I only exclusively go out into like one pretty green T-shirt every night. You know, <laughs> me, it serves me well. You know, um, you're like Homer Simpson, and your wardrobe is just yeah, absolutely just say, yeah, that T-shirt over and over again, same I think, attire every night. Don't, don't want to disappoint anyone. You know,
2: I mean, that's just lockdown vibes, isn't it? I pretty much wear this T-shirt and sweatpants. <laughs> Basically, it.
0: Well, it's a good look. Um, talking about Arts and Monkeys, though, we know you're a big fan because we've, we just, we discovered this, didn't we? Our, your very first Arts and Monkeys gig is exactly the same as mine, even though it we was. never, never, never no. saw each
2: other. I no. <laughs> you know, right, and our paths have crossed. But, um, yeah. yeah, my first gig, Brixton O2 Academy, back in, what was it?
0: 2009.
2: Yeah. yeah, one of the best days of my life. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I loved that show so much. Um, I mean, I need to a shout out for my dad because he was a legend and drove me, my sister, and my friend up from the Isle of Wight uh, to go and see them. And we were the first in the queue, so we were there from midday. And I insisted <laughs> That's we why you didn't see me. Yeah, and uh, I think I actually got the title "Window Stalker" whilst I was there because I bumped into <laughs> Nick O'Malley, oh, there um, you go. met him, had a little picture, and then. Uh, and then just stood by this window to see if I could get a glimpse of Alex. Um, but then Nick, <laughs> Nick returned to the window, looked out. I waved at him like he was my best friend because we'd met, you know, just a few minutes ago, and he looked absolutely petrified. So, and then people <laughs> calling me the window stalker. So, great. <laughs> I did not play it cool in the slightest.
0: You've been beyond the boundary walls of Archie Monkeys. It sounds like so. Mm. You know- High qualifications indeed. Um that was the Humbug tour actually. That was just before they played Reading like literally a couple of days before because then I yep. was them at Reading and that was amazing. But yeah, the Humbug. So there was, when you saw Nico Manny must have been long-haired.
2: Very long hair. Yep. Yeah. A bit disheveled looking.
0: Was that a look you were, uh into at the time still am?
2: I bloody loved that look. <laughs> <laughs> loved it when Alex was shaking his hair on stage rocking out. Yep.
0: Yeah. Loved it. Well, talking about Alex Turner, you know, you're the guy you love, <laughs> who doesn't, who doesn't. Um, it was his birthday recently in the last week. There was a, t- there was a thing on Twitter. I saw some guy was saying uh, happy birthday, Alex Turner. He, was named Adam Clarkson, by the way. Uh, he was my first big interview when I started at the BBC. I mentioned afterwards that I was going to their gig that night with a colleague I fancied. Um, he spent the next 10 minutes giving me advice. Me and that colleague are getting married this year. Hero. Wow, lovely story. But it doesn't end there because old Adam Clarkson, Clarko as they like to call him, he said, right, a few people have DM'd me asking what the advice was. So I'll do you a bit for free. So here we are. Here is the big advice that Alex Turner gave to this guy. Dating advice, the, the colleague he fancied. He said, if you're going on a first date to a restaurant, don't order different things. Either share small plates or both get the same meal. Then you have some summit to talk about to break the ice. Um, I'm going to come straight to Camilla here because
2: because I, <laughs> <laughs> I just said that is just the most basic shit advice for dating, really. <laughs> uh,
0: do you think, I probably, wonder if
2: they did follow it. I wonder if they uh, did choose to have the same. Oh, videos. I reckon
0: 100. percent He's put this on Twitter. He's, he's. He, I mean, obviously, he couldn't have done it that night, like at the gig, well, unless they went to some like little. Restaurant beforehand, maybe they did.
1: I want. I wonder if that's what Alex Turner does on ter- or did on first dates. Just like they both, yeah. both get the penne eh, bolognese. Like, well, the sauce and the sauce is a bit rich. It's very rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Making but, little comments on like the parmesan dressing, or and something if he's like done it, that. does he think that? I mean, he
0: obviously does it right with girls, but there's a lot of reasons for that. He just thinks that anything he tries must be like, oh, this is great. This this is great. I'm going to tell someone about this. Well, that's when you got, when you got the look no, it's just has. because Alex Turner, mate.
1: Yeah, when you've got the looks he has, most, most of the time it does work, mate. You know, yeah. you try a bit harder than that, well, down
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got this long, long list of advice that just he thinks works perfectly. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear some of the rest of the advice. Does, it, what does, does this um, shatter any of your illusions, Camilla, of, of the man?
2: I don't know. I think, you know, it's nice that he's humble. <laughs> he's not too flashy with his dating tips. So, yeah, keep it simple.
0: Moving on, new music. Yes. Um, there's been a few new releases, obviously, in in 2021. A slow start, though, to 2021, I think, music-wise, you could say. Um, Lana Del Rey has a new track out. She's in the news as well right now, isn't mm. she? Because,
2: yeah.
0: well, she's been kicking off. She she did an interview with uh, Annie Mack on Radio 1, and she spoke about Donald Trump. And she was definitely, the quotes that they used is classic, just, you know, they they've misinterpreted her and put out the quotes that make suggest that she has one view and she she doesn't have that view um but then she's been quite angrily responding to that on twitter um and then a few people have been critical of her as well because you know they feel like she's asking magazines and um news sources to not say bad things about her just because she's given them interviews in the past i don't think that's uh necessarily fair that's just the way that the press work but i do think that she has a point about the way that they've misinterpreted her and misconstrued her her point of view but camilla you've been following this story what did you think about it
2: um yeah i i kind of agree but then i think when you're on a platform like that you've got to accept that you're going to be criticized yeah so and then there are also some other comments about the kind of lack of diversity on her yeah album new album cover And she kind of, she said something like, what was it? Oh, but I've, I've gone out with rappers and I've got rappers who are friends or something. And it was just like, no, stop talking.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Maybe
2: just keep singing and just avoid the politics. I don't know. Like if you don't want to be criticized, just don't talk about (laughs) politics perhaps.
0: Well, exactly. And talking to the music, I like she's got some great albums. Her third album is Unbelievable, which came out like last year, 2019 or so, two years ago now. Um,
1: this song, what what did you guys think? I, it didn't do it that much for me, really. No, not definitely. Um, definitely not with, with her best, I'd say um, it. I always find like with new with new music. When it when it simply is new music, it's hard to get excited about unless it's a band you absolutely adore. I think like some of these tracks actually age better sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure this one would age that well. Um, it didn't do much for me, but like you say, like Matt, the, the first Abishable album, especially the third, those two in particular, I, I'm not sure it's up to the standard nice. of as, a, yeah. as an armchair opinion. from like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Camilla, what did you think of the tune?
2: I mean, I liked it, but I think yeah. it was very kind of classic Classic. Lana. Lana. Yeah.
0: She's yeah. just gone back to classic Lana. What about Kings of Leon? Now they're not a band that we would talk about that much on this podcast, probably because of the way that their music's tailed off from the mid-noughties onwards. Um, but there seems to be a bit more uh, with this track—a bit more of, um, I don't know, an older school vibe to it. I, I, I don't, I don't think I love it, and I'm not going to say that they've gone back to that style completely. But it's, it's an okay rock song to me.
1: Yeah, it's it's okay. I get it, it. It does sound like Old Kings of Leon. Although when you did put it on the running order, I I forgot they released music. I just thought they. <laughs> I just thought they went and toured that album every single year now, Uh like, yes, yeah. that's not a complete dig because like their first album is one of my favorite albums. That, yeah, like, and even their second one. Uh, yeah, and yeah. their second one as well. But like, I just, I, just, I just assume they filled out every single stadium in the land and just did yeah. that album that came out in two thousand nine, like "Someone Like You." Like every time, <laughs> like I hear them, I'm just like, oh, Kings of Leon actually released new music. Sweet. Yeah. I didn't know that. So education. they had
0: their last album was twenty sixteen, and again, it's. I think they're sort of more comfortable now with their um newer selves, which is the stadium rock band. Yeah. And so like their 2060 album was probably their better one, a better one for a while, but still is yeah. like that, that brand of music. Camilla, what did you think of this track?
2: I'm really sorry. I didn't actually listen to this track. <laughs> I'm not a big Kings of Leon fan. I'm sorry. We'll let yeah. I, think
1: we'll let you, I think we'll let you off on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just sort of so I, wish, right. I wish, I wish, yeah, I wish I could do it. that at work. If someone told me to look at spreadsheets, like not an Excel fan. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I do it. Give it
2: go. You can get away <laughs> yeah. with it.
1: Just not a fan, so didn't bother. Sorry.
0: Are <laughs> oh, you a fan of Tom Grennan? What do you think of there? this song? I think it, to me, it sounds like is It's it's a strong Tom Grennan song, but it's quite montage music, isn't
1: he, it? He's got a really he's got a really really good voice. I don't think there are many people around at the moment who have got a voice like him. But it it's I he's my like pop pleasure. Like he, he, it's really pleasurable pop music for me. Mm. It's um it's quite fun. Like his first album, uh, songs like Barbed Wire, found what I'm looking for. They're proper feel good pop songs, and I think as long as you look at it like that, then it's fine to. You know, yeah. love it. He's, he's a lovely lad, is Tom Gordon as well. He's brilliant. Friend. Yeah, was on um, the weekend. Who's a good, good value, good value. We we'll
0: move on to shame then. Um, now, I really like this song. Nigel Hitter, their their album's actually coming out Friday. We're, we're we're recording this podcast on on Wednesday, but by the time that a lot of people might be listening, this album will be out. So go and listen to the shame album now. Obviously, listen to the podcast first, but then after that, go and listen to this album. Um, Camilla, what did you think of the track?
2: Yeah, I um, really liked it actually. It's not something I'd normally listen to. Um, I feel like if you're an Idols fan, you might enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I kind of found the song was very apt for the time, kind of singing about the monotony of life right now. Um, but no, I thought it was very gutsy. I enjoyed it. Liked it.
1: Good stuff. Will? Will? Yeah, I really liked it as well. I'm really excited to see what that album brings. As well, Nigel Hitter sounds like a villain out of EastEnders. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I've read it's like old Nigel's trying to take on the Queen Vic hierarchy. But, yeah. I like how
0: you're you're uh, sticking to our um, podcast rule now of. of- referencing EastEnders well,
1: absolutely and um, Adam Adam Bartlett who I know is a devoted listener um, mentioned that there's actually not enough EastEnders on the podcast so <laughs> I made a note of that and uh, definitely want to definitely want to continue it um, and I it it goes to show like I was actually looking up, I-, I was in like a Wikipedia black hole the other night at 2am, like trying to find out what the conspiracy was to kill Johnny Allen. And I thought maybe it's time I better do some prep for this pod and <laughs> instead and go to bed. So yeah. Um, any EastEnders chat, or if you do want to set up a mid 2000 EastEnders podcast, my ears are open, but for now we'll stick to the music and shame. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was brilliant. Um. <laughs> I am I remember my mate, I'll give another moment shout out, Gab who went to see him like when they were just up and coming and he always tipped them to, be pretty big uh, and I am know I think they sold Brixton out might be right in saying yeah. so they're, they're making yeah. it big at a really young age and they're, they're definitely a part of that London scene you know so bands not necessarily from all from London but you know, you've got Shame you've got Idles you've got Fontaine's so we're all signed to quite similar record labels sports mm. team put in that bracket as well so I'm excited to see what the album brings tomorrow
0: yeah very excited we'll definitely have to get Wellesie on who's oh, a yeah. big Shame fan aren't we a regular contributing to this podcast to talk about that shame album next week. He
1: loves a bit of shame, doesn't he? Um
0: I think Steve will be fuming by that reference to just Wellesley there, but you know <laughs> uh, Wellesie's taken over as the shame fan now I think. yeah Well I'm gonna rewind and segue like this. You were talking about East Enders. What about South Londoner David Bowie? That is a terrible segue but we're gonna roll with it. He it's five years since since old old Dave um died back on the 10th of January. And, you know, obviously at this kind of time of year that is going to happen, people are going to talk about his music. So I asked everyone to maybe choose a more obscure Bowie track to recommend to our listeners. Um, so Camilla, do you want to take us away? And, and what was the reason?
2: Um, well, I think it's worth saying that since Bowie's died, the world has just gone to shit. So <laughs> yeah. I think there's a sign there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like, Growing up, it was more the hits that I kind of, kind of listened to and everything. And then after he passed, I kind of, that's probably when I actually started listening to more of his stuff. And then this year, um, I listened to the um, Glastonbury set that had actually never been aired before. So that was his performance in 2000. And that was just incredible. And I think uh, the fact that he had laryngitis when he performed that Mm -hmm. as well just blew my mind um but it was quite controversial because he actually excluded quite a lot of um a lot of his hits and decided to end with um i'm afraid of americans which harbour hands up i'd never heard before and since then i've i've really enjoyed the song and uh and yeah so i i think i'd go with that one but i think it just kind of brings up an interesting idea of like as artists, how far should you go with including kind of your hits for your fans? And also thinking about you as an artist and what you wanna perform and everything.
0: Yeah, but uh, ultimate creativity to bury there, not just, you know, finishing off on, you know, life on Mars or something like that.
2: Yeah, I get it. But then I also think from from a fan perspective, you know, it's nice to hear hear the hits as well. As You've long got as you please it. your audience. Yeah. True.
0: But is the ending of the song that important? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Will. Will, what have you gone for?
1: I went for Blackout, which is off uh, Heroes. Probably not as uh, obscure as uh, some of his other tracks. It's a, it's a wicked song, and it's one that's always sort of, like, stayed in my playlist, always put Blackout in there. I'm not sure that it's ever one of his revered hits. But just just to, like, elaborate a bit more on Bowie, I think the, the thing that staggers me about Dave Bowie the most is, like, when a celebrity dies or when you know someone who's really had an impact on popular culture dies the, there's not necessarily always a spin but they'll always talk about if you're watching the BBC news or something mainly the highs of his career but some of the stuff that he might have got involved in or anything like that but with Bowie no one has a word to say about the man and it's a testament to his character and i remember when he died my my mum and my step though very much of that era have got all the all the original pressing Bowie vinyls how just in pieces they were not necessarily just because it was someone of commons music they like I mean they're into all types of music and you'll go they'll go to, go to their record collection then you'll pick some record out and if one of their front men or women die one day you know they might be a bit upset with Bowie it really cut through to them and I, I think that it should be testament and every year that passes that unfortunately he's not with us I think it's, it's good to do him a bit of a uh, bit of justice oh yeah Hundred your, percent. Your parents big, big on Bowie, Matt? Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, my dad is especially because he's from South London, and like, they all everyone tries to claim him as their
1: own, don't they? And yeah. So... Good. Shout out, Jim. Good lad. <laughs> <laughs> he won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, won't, he definitely won't listen. <laughs> um, well, done, so man.
0: yeah, my Bowie track, I'd probably say. There's, I mean, it's not that niche. Andy Warhol on um, Hunky Dory. Obviously, that's a really uh, popular album, but good Andy Warhol was always hit for me because the riff, the riff is so good. And um, it's one of the one of the first things that I tried to learn to play on guitar, and it wasn't good enough, so it took me like a while to learn it. But then when I did, I just
2: like love that riff.
0: So yeah, go listen to those three songs.
2: Just a shout out. There's also a great collection on BBC Sounds Bowie Five Years On, which is just a lovely series celebrating um, his life and interviews and stuff. That's brilliant. Yeah,
1: wonderful. And listen to that as well.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: so as some of you know um we are not just a podcast not just a pretty face um uh, we run a night out we run an indie night out in east london we run it at the victoria and old blue last in, in shoreditch and so you know we like to think that we know a few things about nights out in london but my big gripe and uh, we, we like that word on this podcast, don't we? Don't um, my big gripe with London Nights Out is that they don't run so late. I think London, for all, you know, it's all-encompassing, big night out, light, nightlife, um, just doesn't have enough places that go beyond about 3 a.m. So it's quite hard to find some of these places on, on Nights Out sometimes. And obviously, you can find lists online. But I've decided to compile, or we have decided to compile, I say we. Camilla's like, no, nope, I've never been to any of these
1: places.
2: Yeah, I'd like to say I'm here to represent the people who are quite happy to be in bed by three a.m. So, <laughs> representing.
0: Ha- have you ever been on a night out beyond three a.m.? You must have.
2: I have, but not for a very long time. I think probably because I'm like, ah, everywhere's shut. I guess I should go home now. That's yeah. kind of like right. That's the that's the signal for me to go get some cheesy chips and head home.
0: Oh, what a shout. <laughs> yeah. I know Will likes now, but I think Will's also one of those people that makes like a French exit at about 3am as well. Yeah, you get an Irish goodbye off me sometimes. Don't oh, worry. I love how the, the, that... The name of that changes, just different countries. Yeah, it's just whatever. Friend, <laughs> Irish goodbye, French exit, all of
1: that. No, the Irish goodbye for me is just going. No accountability. No one yeah. asking. Just, <laughs> I need to. I need to go home. Because yeah. if I because if I say to my mates I'm going, they'll go. Ah, stay for stay one today. more. Yeah, yeah. And a decent tune might come on next. I'm like no, absolutely out the back door. No.
0: I was, you know, trying to compile a little list of some of the best places I've been to, or or I say best, just the places that I've been to beyond beyond 3am, because that is the criteria of this list, anywhere open beyond 3 And then I started thinking about the, you know, the, the categories, the qualities you need in a night out venue to be open that late. So, uh, let's first of all discuss, what do you think guys that you need? What, what is good about a place that is open late because they're all going to be quite grim, right? Um, do you need liveliness? Camilla, you don't, do you, surely? Because you just want... You know, oh, if you, if see, if you if were I, going to be
2: If I'm carrying on, if this is going to be a big yeah. one, no, I need this all the liveliness. Night year. big I'm, one. I'm dancing until the sun okay. comes up.
0: So, you do want so I
2: need good tunes to dance to.
0: OK, you want music, right? OK, yeah. that's good. And what about you, Will? What is the thing that is most important to you? Uh, Red Stripe. Uh, no,
1: uh <laughs> I think you'll get red stripe in most places. Well, actually. Yeah, canned on draft, whatever. Just give give me a give me a red stripe and I'm dancing. But um I'd actually say, just going on a similar theme, I, I love a good like drinks offer. Like you, you don't find them that much these days. Like you Since you, uni, basically. Yeah, exactly. I, I do I do miss the offer or the sort of impulse buy. I think the um the Lexington, which we'll come on to in a bit, does do an offer where it was you used to get a double for a fiver and uh, if there are any people from you know the north or another part of the uk listening to this going <laughs> double where I, double where i come from three pounds Not know what it's talking about like yeah but a double a fiver double in london is absolute daylight robbery but like they did they did the fiver vodka double uh for quite a few years and they upped it to six pound which annoyed me a bit But a good, a good drinks offer gets me uh gets me interested mm. okay okay um well so some of the categories that i, I came up with
0: Location. So, in terms of location, how close it is to a night tube, obviously, quite important. But obviously, if it's generally central, then it's quite accessible for like Ubers and stuff like that. Um, The
2: night bus can be quite fun, have to say.
0: The night bus, yeah, that's an
2: experience in itself.
0: It is. I've not done the night bus for a while now, Um, probably because of the night tube coming in.
2: Yeah, but the
0: night bus used to take like you could you could be on like three buses. It could take like two hours. I love how and that was probably out. before Uber as well. Like I remember nights out before Uber, before mm-hmm. Night Tube, and that was it. You had to get a bus. Yeah, you knew the number. You,
1: you knew the number of the bus, and it went. It always went to some outlandish place. But you, you were like always on. I was always on the way. Like my night bus at uni was. Uh, I went to uni in Hendon, Northwest London. Um, it was Edgware. You had to get a bus for Edgware. The N5 back to Edgware. The amount of times I've actually ended up in Edgware is pretty. Pretty, pretty staggering. Um, and then you have to get the night bus back from edgeway You have to wait for the next one to take it back to your. And you, and you could easily end up in Trafalgar Square on the way back. So you know, it's it's was good experience. There's a lot of good characters on those night buses. Well, yeah, yeah. Um. So the next category, it would be clientele.
0: So you know, who who's in this nightclub? Good people, loads of weird drunks then we've got accessibility. So this is how likely you are to get in. So obviously, scoring <laughs> high if you can get in. But there's plenty of places that even late at night, well, especially late at night, will be like, nah, you not, you know, don't like the look of you. Or just they're too busy because it's the only place open. So you can't get in. Uh, price, obviously, entrance fee, that kind of thing. Music, that's an important one, surely. Although, I don't know, Camilla's saying she's picky at 4 a.m. I don't know if I am. I would just be like, well, I'd rather prioritize other categories.
2: I just need some bangers to keep me going. Some 80s tunes, disco.
0: Yeah, no. Makes sense, yeah. makes can't sense. Dis- can't disagree there. And and liveliness as well, I think. That's that's the key one for you as well here. You want it to be busy. You can't just have a... Yeah,
2: you don't want people just slumped, like h- half passed out. Like, that's not the vibes I'm going for. Otherwise, you may as well go home. they yeah. like, still need that party atmosphere. <laughs>
0: Um, and my final category is um, the grim rating. So obviously a lot of late night venues are quite grim just because that's the nature. It's the nature of the beast. And so, yeah, the grim rating on this, on the, everything's out of five. If they're really grim, they're going to score a one because, uh, yeah, the low scores, we're going to add all the scores up. So here we go. Here are some of the uh, venues that I've selected now, the Swan in Stockwell, I know where you two guys live. Uh, the Swan in Stockwell isn't too far from you, Camilla. You've never, you've never ventured there and never heard I've of it? I've never or...
2: been. I have heard. Yeah. I have heard of this place, but no. I've never yeah. been. I think St- Stockwell's a bit of a no man's land, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, you,
2: yeah. Like, I go in out in there. Brixton, but then.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But th- let me, so, so, say you went to Brixton and you went to, like, wherever you go to. Um, God, it's been years, I feel like it's been years since I've been out, I can't remember any of the names of places anymore, um, Market House <laughs> or something, like that. I don't know,
2: Hootenannies
0: Hootenannies, right, yeah, my friend used to live on that road actually, then, yeah, so you go there, but Stockwell, the big, the big draw with the, with the Swan is that it's open till 6am guys, 6am Come on, that's where a party. I've been in. I've been in the Lexington before, and then gone to the Swan. That's 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 hardcore. That's
2: dedication.
1: Six is way too late for me. Like if if, <laughs> if it's daylight outside, like my I, I just think I'm in another world. Like I, and I <laughs> like I can't get to sleep when I get home. No six, mate. Go, going from the Lexington anywhere? But well, uh, much, I, I
0: appreciate I appreciate that, but the occasion might you know it might arrive where you do want to go out that late, or you know you're just absolutely hammered and you go and you roll with it because your friends have dragged you along. Um, so on this one location I think undoubtedly a five it's right next to the tube it's it's in you know we're in zone we're just about in zone two we're close to zone one um, the clientele on this one is dreadful I don't know where they get them from
1: <laughs> there's,
0: there's some nutters like fuck me they're it's weirdos, just weirdos. So I've given that a two. Uh, it's, it's they don't generally. I don't remember ever turning anyone away. So like, obviously, why would they? Like the people, the state, of the people that got in there. That's a four. It's reasonably well priced. Two lateness. I gave it. Oh no, sorry. Two meant it was a tenner. So that's not that well priced. Quite. It's quite a lot if you turn up somewhere at five a.m. and they charge you a tenner, isn't it? That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Boycott. They
2: like robbery. Um, quite literally.
0: Obviously, it goes on very late um so we gave i gave it a four and then music is some of the worst music i've it's like do you know like they'll play like s club seven or they'll play um you know just really is shitty. it
2: cheese
1: it's cheese but cheese even, yeah i mean i guess it's cheese but it's, it's shit cheese fancy a night out down the swan then let's go let's do it let's do it
2: yeah
1: a bit of rachel steve <laughs>
2: I fucking love a bit of cheese.
1: Oh, Not on a night out. Take, yeah. I take cheese. Really I love cheese. I take cheese over some of these like really try hard DJs with their house house playlists and things like that. Give me I a agree. Well, uh-huh. keep on I'd... moving by five. I'm there. I'm yeah. I'm on. Bit of blue. All, I mean, yeah,
0: but then that I can take bit a bit of NSYNC. But then there's steps
1: no okay yeah we're million we're on different million we're well to buy it it's cool sad. to not be cool now matt yeah. it's not about being cool it's just shit music i don't want to listen to it <laughs> you <laughs>
2: know
0: it, what gbh of the ears for God's sake GPH. um it is lively <laughs> it though scores highly on the lively rating well, see
2: this is i this think this is sounding right. more at my street it's actually just
0: not, i mean it quite literally is maybe try try out after, i mean surely after lockdown you're going to be, you know,
1: more inclined to be on a... Like, right now, you would take this night out, wouldn't
2: you? I, I bloody would.
1: After yeah. lockdown is becoming the phrase, the phrase of the fucking year, in it? It's like, when is... Like, no one knows when it's going to be, and everyone just assumes it, there might be an after. And, like, there's <laughs> really good news of the vaccine. We could be are in 2024, though. Yeah, but after this lockdown, we'll, we'll go out, you know, like... <laughs> and then we'll be pensioners going, yeah, well, after lockdown, we might go down the pub, see see who's about... <laughs> just never ending isn't it never ending um right
0: i'm not gonna bore everyone with the entire list and every rating but i'll say that uh i gave that 24 that got ended up scoring 24 now the rest of the list i'm gonna tweet these out so people can have a look uh to see and like give us your thoughts on the ratings and also maybe reply with some of your own late night venues we've also included um, the Dolphin in Hackney, which is one that me and Will love. Um, <laughs> yes, that, big, big up the Dolphin. That also scored, that scored 25, which is only one more. But where it struggled, it, it's not very late. It only opens till four. So uh, it didn't do that well there, but it did do well on um, like clientele. Cool kids of Hackney, right?
1: yeah yeah all, all, all the cool hackney kids definitely go to the dolphin they don't go to night tails or nettle or anywhere like that they all convene at the dolphin yeah uh, the, the best thing my one of my favorite things about dolphin is when you go in they have a massive as like almost tarpaulin sign uh, declaring they're the fourth best dive bar in europe yeah that is some. <laughs> and it's so self-deprecating so like massive ratings for that but also i'm i'm convinced the dolphin is still open during a lockdown they must they, they've got to be key workers there or something like that because like if 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 your night fails if you're at a loose end you need something there's always the dolphin the dolphin is always at your betting call if you need somewhere to go
0: yeah i agree and, and that's why it has to make the list Fell in love with it when I moved around there and ended up just going there. Like, I'd go to any night out, and it'd be like, yeah, so can we squeeze in the Dolphin after that one closes? Yeah,
1: yeah, like, the plan has to be around the Dolphin. <laughs> like, the plan is never the Dolphin. Like, you never yeah. plan, we're going go to go the Dolphin from 11pm. No. Always, it's always a bit of an afterthought, but actually, it's the main event. But it's, it's like, crazy. you
0: get to one, it's like, this place isn't going to get any better till two when it closes. We should just go Dolphin now. Get yeah. We'll get in. Don't want to be in that queue. So... Big up. Um, we also included the Lexington, which is another. I mean, music-wise, this is the one you go to, like especially with, like White Heat. Rivals of us, kind of. <laughs> yep, yep. But we love them. And um, yeah, so that's an Angel Mosquito Bar. Now, Camilla, you um, you gave us one a little Google, didn't you? Did I you did. Find what did you find out from your Google? Well,
2: I've, yeah. it's confirmed why I've never been because it yeah. looks like a shithole. Yeah, it is. A um. It, I, to be honest i don't even think i'd realize it was a bar it's just it's yeah <laughs> no it looks it's probably like, why i'm a bit oblivious with these things
0: it looks like a quaint bookshop
2: mm. no,
0: it's really disgusting it unsurprisingly <laughs> um on the grim rating scale was uh i gave it a one actually That's oh, a mis- d- oh dear well i won't yeah. be going there no no it no, looks no. very
2: it's, small is it very small
0: it is tiny and yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a front room, basically, but it was, I used to live around there and it was, it's open till six and we used to turn up there about like five and pay a tenner and I don't know. Off, what, after what it
2: infernos is, is that? Yeah,
0: um, I wouldn't be going there. No, <laughs> <chance>. no sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that we also, uh, also on the list is Egg which is a, a popular night out venue, which is a very late opening. Will, you went there as a student, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I went there for a student night once. I always remember like um, when I mentioned that I'd been to Egg, the first thing someone responded with me was like, oh, are you in Egg yeah? you? Yeah, I think someone got shot there one year. I was like, okay, not coming back. So yeah, um, not made my Egg reappearance yet, but yeah, I went for a student night when it was, uh, I don't think it's a very studenty place to be honest, but good uh, good location up the well, alley.
0: You say good location. I read the TripAdvisor reviews and they all were complaining about
1: how far away it is from like a station. Ah, uh, they so... just don't know their way about, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's me. Like, I, like, I, mean, I like a nice walk from the Tube and to the Tube. You know, it sets, set myself up, you know. So. Caledonian Road station, that one, isn't it, really? Yeah, well, Caledonian Road station is not near where Egg is at all, to be fair. It's probably better off getting King's Cross or somewhere like that. But Caledonian right. Road is uh, on the Holloway side, London. It's nowhere, it's nowhere near Egg. So if, that that's actually quite a funny thought. A lot of people have probably got off yeah. of Caledonian Road thinking they're really near Egg, ended up walking fucking two miles down the road. So that's... That's quite funny You fun, couldn't man. sound <laughs> more like A London cab driver If you tried <laughs> <laughs> Egg No I don't go there mate No not round there No <laughs> chance
0: No chance yeah, One of the big ones In the centre Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Right So yeah Check that out on Twitter And uh, give us your your favourite Late night venues I'm sure we've missed a few um, Well missed loads So those, those are the ones That we've been to basically Get them to mid. Now Obviously, we're all watching loads of Netflix, aren't we? In lockdown. And one of the things that I notice when I'm watching some of these TV shows, these great TV shows, is when you when the end credits roll and they put on a song and it's just it just sounds and it hits so differently, I think. So like sometimes maybe if you just listen to that song on your own accord. And sometimes it makes me really like a song a lot more because I've heard it at the end credits of a of a great TV show. So devised a little quiz um with some of my these i mean it's a very personal because these are some of my favorite tv shows um sequence endings and um some famous songs so i'm going to basically give you a famous song and you're going to have to guess which tv show they came from Um, so so will's going to go first will you there are it's like question of sport there's home and away you get two points if you get the away one right one point if you get a home question right So I know I know you're the kind you're a gambler. So let's see where you go with this. Home, please. So he's gone home. (laughs) Okay, early home. Right, Will. This is I'm going to play you the song. So this song is called Anyone Who Knows What Love Is.
1: vague idea so the the options are
0: A. Waterloo Road B. Black Mirror or C. Killing Eve did any of the ones you thought it was come up
1: no uh, it it didn't but I'm gonna go with uh, A. Waterloo Road
0: Miller it's the wrong answer it means you can steal if you can get it right,
1: oh whoa. no! There's only two options. Oh, wow, I've been sharted.
2: I think I know this. I think it's Black Mirror.
0: It's correct. It's Black Mirror. Oh god! So, but as it's a as it's a uh, steal, it's only half a point. So remember your points because I'm gonna forget. You're on so half. I've got a,
2: notebook.
0: Not point five points for Camilla there. Um, yeah, it's correct. It's in the uh, episode fifteen million mer- merits, um, in series three where Gan- Daniel Kaluuya um is star of the ep and but the song is performed by jessica brown finley who is um basically performing in a talent contest so yeah you remember that one camilla no you don't now, but you got it right you do...
2: <laughs> yeah i think i remember killing eve more and i don't remember hearing that song so i thought can't be killing eve
0: oh,
1: okay i see i see okay yeah. well there you go will do you do you watch black mirror no, and uh, I don't like it now. I've lost the point, so now move on. You've not watched Black Mirror. No, are you not one of them people? Oh, you haven't watched this. You haven't watched everyone. Watched- well, all right, well, we're gonna get, we're gonna have fun on this, <laughs> and, and, you'll, and you'll find out as the quiz goes on that I that I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're you hosting a po- cultural podcast, Will.
0: You need to up your game. I just uh, think East, any Eastenders in this. Of course, there's no Eastenders. <laughs> Eastenders is uh, non diegetic sound. No, sorry, diegetic sound. <laughs> Um, all right here we go camilla are you gonna go home or away
2: i'm gonna go away
0: oh nice like it right here's the song by radiohead was it in a the sopranos b the wire or c breaking bad for two points
2: okay i've seen breaking bad i haven't seen the other two which i know is shocking um i'm gonna go the wire
0: okay will that means we throw back to you damn it the chance to steal for um half a point breaking bad or the sopranos
1: i'm gonna go for the sopranos that I'm is the right answer. Get in there.
0: And it's uh, Series 4, Episode 2. So, I mean, The Sopranos have always had really good closers. And, uh, yeah, I remember when that one came up. I was like, oh,
2: it's Radiohead.
1: Home or away? Uh, it's got to be a home again.
0: The man that's never seen any TV shows. I'm going to
1: struggle bad. with it. Your, it sounds like, yeah.
0: Um, so we're going to go with... Used to be my girl by the last shadow puppets
1: yesterday, yesterday,
0: like you
1: know, I don't. I don't know the TV show it's from. I know the song, but I'm going to have to... Um, so, well, you haven't
0: got the uh, multiple choice. So, the answers are, is it A, Skins, B, Luther, or C, Peaky Blinders?
1: I don't think it's Peaky Blinders, because with it being set in, what, the early 1900s in Birmingham, I'm not sure that was the vibe back then. Um it it strikes me as a skins but i'm I'm trying to think when skins started and that song came out and if there was any overlap i think i'm gonna go skins but it does sound like the instrumental could be a luther closer to be honest i'll go skins
0: i'm gonna make by the way there's a couple of exceptions in this that aren't closers um oh sorry and i'll reveal the reason I'll,
1: I'll, i'll go for skins regardless
0: uh, this one is not a closer. It's just in the middle of the episode. Okay, I'll still go skins. <laughs> it's incorrect, which means we throw to Camilla.
2: Oh, see, when you played it, I thought, could this be Peaky Blinders? Because they often play up to monkeys. But I feel like it's got Luther vibes. Oh, I'm torn.
0: What is? It? I've got pressure for an answer.
2: Okay, maybe I should go with my gut. No, actually, I'm going to go Luther.
0: You should have gone with your gut. Ah,
2: yeah. shit! <laughs> the,
0: the, the logic was there, you know. I know,
2: it, but then I thought, oh, did you pick it because Peaky Blinders always has up yeah, monkey monkeys. I wasn't
0: trying to be that. Um.
2: Ah, oh, I yeah.
0: ever thought I have it. Uh, well, we, we've we've we gained some more insight into Will's TV knowledge. Yeah, they on Peaky Blinders they won't play uh music that is not from from the time apparently. I, I I haven't seen Peaky Blinders. Would they have got a gramophone out to to play that or? So, um, Peaky Blinders is filled with Arctic Monkeys. It's probably got about eight Arctic Monkeys songs throughout the series. Nice. Show, Puppets, lo- like, the soundtrack on Peaky Blinders is blinding. Maybe I thing. should watch it then. You yeah. should watch it. Loads. It's going to be Loads one of those people. people. Worst you night,
2: should though. watch it. It's
0: got even like <laughs> everywhere on it. And so now we're level. <laughs> so the score's <laughs> with
2: are half a point.
0: Camilla, are you going to go home or away? But bear in mind, home. it's hard. You know, if you get a point now, home.
2: I'm going to go home, yeah.
0: Right, the song is Kill the Director by the Wombats.
2: I've met someone that makes me feel seasick. I want a skill to have, I want a skill to have so.
0: Camilla. Is yes. it A, The Inbetweeners, B, Gavin and Stacey, or C, Misfits?
2: Oh, I think it is. Um, I'm going to go for The Inbetweeners.
0: It's the right answer. Will Sparks- yes! There's one TV show that he's actually seen. So human, he- Absolutely human. <laughs> so, Will, this is actually your last question. It's got to be away. It's got to be away, isn't it? Have to go away. Yep, go away. If you get it right, though, Camilla still has one more chance. No, one more bite of the cherry. We'll see. Um, Um, Well, you went first. So, the song is Space Oddity by David Bowie. Okay. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. The options are The Tunnel, Mad Men, or Handmaid's Tale. I'm going to
1: go for Mad Men. He's got it right. Yeah, that was a pure guess, wasn't it? An get in there. No, it, it does have quite Mad Men vibes. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Mad Men, have you? I have seen Mad Men. I, I'm, I'm an advertising graduate, so I have seen Mad Men, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. How far did you get? Watch it all? Uh, uh, I assume so. It was quite a long time. We actually watched it as part of our modules. So. Was... Oh, so that's why he's singing it. Oh, Don Draper was singing that walking down the road, yeah. I think you
0: need to watch less cricket at three in the morning, mate, and more, you know,
1: educate... You know, uh, no chance in between us and cricket that's what I live by it's fine yeah. <laughs> I'm not Will Game, only joke untold untold
0: yeah Mad Men series 7 episode 12 that one space Oddity. Lovely. lovely um, bit of Don Draper
1: under, under pressure here Camilla
0: well in, funny you say that um, that is really funny you say that because there's only one question left Camilla I can't I can't offer you a home and away so oh, you're gonna God. It, it's gonna be in a way and you I mean maybe that suits you better you know the American stuff a bit Um, the final question the final song is the war on drugs the song is called Under the Pressure So, Camilla, for a chance, well, actually, you have to get it right anyway. There's no there's no getting this one wrong. So Will doesn't God. even feel it if you, if you get it wrong. Uh, but if you do get it right, you win. So that is The War on Drugs, under the pressure. Is it from Better Call Saul, Narcos or BoJack Horseman?
2: I haven't seen any of these shows, so it's going to be a it's pure be a guess. guess.
0: I know that there's listeners out there screaming the answer. Sure, you, have,
2: you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: all
0: very good TV shows, by the way. Just, just pointing. What out.
2: was the second choice?
0: Narcos. These are all top, top short top shelf TV shows. Better Call Saul, Narcos, BoJack. I'm course.
2: gonna go, BoJack.
0: It's the right answer. No. Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> oh. No, stolen on my own.
2: Beginner's podcast. luck.
1: Stolen. <laughs> so, well, this is uh,
0: just for a, a bit of clarification or context. Bojack Horseman, series five, episode 12. He's actually about to go into rehab, Bojack. Um, so, yeah, quite an apt song to
1: play at the time. <laughs> well done, Camilla. Well, Thank done. You. well
2: done,
1: Camilla. Thank, Thank you very much. Did uh, I get a prize? Well, um... your horses. Well, I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> so... Free
1: entry at the next Mad Sounds. You can have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking.
2: And then we'll go to egg after. Yeah. 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 Yes.
1: And then and then the swan after that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the swan never shuts. I'll be back next time. Hopefully victorious.
2: <laughs>
1: Indeed. Camilla, we'd love to see you again. Have you back. Oh,
2: thanks for having me, guys. I've had fun. It's <laughs> shaken up my lockdown routine, that's for sure.
0: Speaking of a bit of gin.
2: Yep. Gin on a Wednesday. All
0: right. Well, lovely. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.